Thank you for taking time to listen to this sermon from Hope Church Toronto North. It is our prayer that through this message, you are challenged and encouraged by the Word of God and grow in your love for God and love for others. It is God's desire for us to be members of and regularly participate in a local church under the care of qualified elders. If you are not attending a local church right now, we encourage you to take that step. If you do live in the North York area and are looking for a local church, we invite you to visit us at one of our Sunday morning gatherings to discern if this is the church God is leading you to. Amen. Thanks, Sherryon. Definitely was blessed by that and encouraged, but also challenged because <laughs> parenting is hard. Um, so for those of you I haven't met, my name is Wilson, um, and I'm actually not backed by popular demand, um, <laughs> um, but as a willing and humble servant of the Lord, um, I graciously come to you today and um, want to share a little bit about what God has placed on my heart for today's scripture. So we are continuing in our study in the book of Luke and coming off of Good Friday and Easter weekend, I think it's appropriate we find ourselves in Luke chapter 18, verses 35 through 43. And the title of the sermon is Faith Can Do a Lot. Faith can do a lot more than we think. And in chapter 18, verses 35 through 43, we see the interaction between a blind beggar, the crowd, and Jesus himself. Just days before Jesus' crucifixion, he's on his way. We find just outside of Jericho, Jesus performing one last recorded miracle. And this miracle teaches us that faith in Jesus produces courage. Faith in Jesus produces perseverance. And finally, faith in Jesus produces transformation. Let's pray. Dear God, as your humble servant, I pray that you would speak through me. I pray that the Holy Spirit would fill me with your wisdom and that I might clearly speak and that you would do a work in the hearts of those who hear. We pray all this in your wonderful name. Amen. So we've all been faced with challenging situations, am I right? And perhaps, currently, it might be your boss who you can't seem to please. You continue to pick up projects, you put in more hours, but your work goes unnoticed. Perhaps you're in a season of life and you just feel like you're stuck. You should be farther along. Perhaps it's you should be married by now, or at the very least, in a dating relationship. Or perhaps you're a new parent, and the longest you've slept is two hours max. If that's you, I'm with you on that one. Um, in Luke 18, verses 35 through 43, we find a blind beggar with a chance to meet Jesus, the Messiah, but faced with challenges that could prevent him from receiving the very thing that he wants, his sight. Let's dive in to see what happens. In verse 35, as Jesus, as he drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting 
by the roadside begging. Now, in Luke, we don't know his name, but in one of the other Gospels, we find out that his name is actually Bartimaeus. And I think his name is really important because that means that people knew him for who he was. And in the first few verses, we see that there's two challenges. Not only do we have a beggar who probably his family has abandoned him, he's also blind, he's impaired, he can't see, which limits his ability to get around. He had to rely on others, and chances are no one was really wanting to help him. See, in John chapter 9, in the old, in back then, we realize that many people believe if you had any sort of health impairment, it was because your sin or your parents' sin had put that on you. In John 9, verse 2, um, the, the disciples say, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? So already he is already in a situation where um, he's seen as lowly. Verse 36, and hearing a crowd going by, he inquired what this meant. He can't see. So the only way that he can figure out what's going on around him is by his hearing. And I can't imagine, this is unique, right? Because he's on the side of the road in between two pretty big cities. And as he hears a crowd going by, he's like, huh, this one sounds different. I must inquire about it. And the crowd told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Here we see that Bartimaeus is faced with another challenge. So challenge one was the fact that he was blind. Challenge two, not only was he blind, he was a beggar. Challenge three, we see that Bartimaeus was misinformed. So it's interesting that in verse 37, the crowd tells him Jesus of Nazareth is passing by, but in verse 38, his response is, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Back then, people had a low view of Nazareth. This is confirmed during an exchange of dialogue between two of Jesus' disciples, Philip and Nathaniel, when they're called to follow Jesus. After you hear Philip in John chapter 1 say, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about who the prophets also wrote. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathaniel's response is skeptical. He says, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Implying that nothing could, good could come out of Nazareth. So it's interesting that the crowd sees Christ for his birthplace. But what does Bartimaeus see, Christ says? Christ, based on his birth significance. So Bartimaeus' faith in Jesus is on display as he cries out, Son of David, have mercy on me. What does Bartimaeus mean by this? He means that Jesus is the Messiah that the Old Testament prophecies are speaking of. In Jeremiah 33, verses 14 and 15, says, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will fulfill the gracious promise I made to the house of Israel 
and the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will make a righteous branch sprout from David's line. He will do what is just and right in the land. We see, fast forward uh, through Nathaniel's dialogue and back to chapter, or John chapter one, um, he ultimately answers his own question of, can anything good come out of Nazareth? By saying in verse 49, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. And so the faith of Bartimaeus helps him see Jesus for who he really is. And I think a lot of this has to do with other people's testimonies that he was hearing about as Jesus was healing individuals and meeting individuals and transforming their lives. Bartimaeus thought to himself, if I could just meet this Jesus that I'm hearing about, my life could also be transformed. So let's move on. Verse 39, and those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. So we see challenge four hit Bartimaeus. The crowd tries to silence Bartimaeus. I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. The crowd that is following Jesus, seeing him perform miracles or wanting to see him perform another miracle is the very crowd that says, you know what? Someone's crying out to Jesus and this person doesn't deserve him. It's interesting. But what what we learn here is Bartimaeus' faith in Jesus produces in him courage to speak out. Not only that, but courage to speak out multiple times. After all, the person who can heal him of his blindness is walking by. What if Jesus were walking by today? What would you cry out to him for? This is the only chance Bartimaeus has to ever being healed. While the crowd sees Jesus based on his birthplace, like I mentioned prior, Bartimaeus sees Jesus based on his birth significance. He is the Messiah. He is the son of David. He is the savior of our world. Not only do we see Bartimaeus' faith in Jesus produce courage in him, but we also see his faith in Jesus producing perseverance in him. The crowd tried to silence Bartimaeus, but he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And guess what? His perseverance paid off, right? In verse 40, Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Bartimaeus said, Lord, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, recover your sight. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. And going back, all the people. Who were those people? The very crowd that said, be quiet, Bartimaeus. So it's interesting just to see how the crowd really um, takes a turn here. So let's pause right here for a minute and apply this to our personal lives. We see the results 
of Bartimaeus' courage. We see the results of Bartimaeus' perseverance. Jesus stops. He didn't stop just for anyone else, but he stopped for Bartimaeus. I have to believe that along the road, there are also other beggars. There are also other individuals potentially crying out for Jesus. But Bartimaeus' faith really caused Jesus to be like, hold on a second. This one's different. I think we can learn a thing or two from Bartimaeus' perseverance. It reminds me of my almost two-year-old son, Eben. If you've ever experienced a meal with Eben, you'll know that his favorite fruit is blueberries. And he actually can kind of say it. Or at least, you know, I used to think like, how can that parent interpret what that child is saying? Now I'm in this seat, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I get it. You know, they can mumble something, you're like, okay, you need a snack. You're like, that didn't, that, didn't, <laughs> that didn't connect, but it does connect for parents. I can promise you that. So he loves blueberries, and this man can crush some blueberries. I think he can eat a whole pint by himself if you really allowed him to. And when he runs out of blueberries, he will let you know. And when you don't add more blueberries to his bowl, he keeps asking. And as time passes and he doesn't see you do anything, he gets more repetitive and louder until his request has been filled. I think there might be someone here today that needs to persevere with the request that is on their heart or their mind a bit more. Whether that request be to our Lord or whether that be a friend, family, or coworker, perhaps you may have the desire to be discipled, but you're taking more of maybe a passive approach, thinking someone will somehow read your mind and ask, hey, have you been looking for someone to disciple? I want to encourage you, persevere, take the active role. Go out and start asking if anyone is looking for a disciple. You might just find what you're looking for the same way Bartimaeus gained his sight. Finally, we see that Bartimaeus' faith in Jesus produced in him physical and spiritual transformation. Let's go back to verse 42 and 43. And Jesus said to him, recover your sight. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. So the very thing that he was searching for, the very thing that he wanted, God healed him from it. What should that tell us about our request to the Lord? I think it should tell us that we should be bold. We should persevere. We should ask bold prayers because that allows God to show up boldly. As we wrap up, I want to bring up a slide and I chose these verses because I feel like it really relates to the three points that we have today, which is faith in Jesus produces in us courage. Faith in Jesus produces in us perseverance. And faith in Jesus produces transformation. And so um, as we close, let's spend some time 
thinking about these verses. Hebrews 13, verse 5. Scripture tells us, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That should give us courage and that should give us confidence. Philippians 4.19, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. You might be in a place where you're in need. God will supply that need for us. Hebrews 12, verse 2 says, let us fix our eyes on Jesus. He is the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you. I think that, yeah. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Persevere, have courage. 2 Corinthians 4, 16, that while our outer self is wasting away here on earth, our inner self is being renewed day by day. And this light momentary affliction is preparing us for preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. And then 2 Corinthians 5:17. Faith in Jesus produces in us transformation. Praise God, right? Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Just like Bartimaeus was completely physically transformed and he regained his sight, we understand that he also went from spiritual blindness to actually being seeing Christ for who he was. And when we fix our eyes on the king, just like Bartimaeus did, we also have the opportunity um, to come out just like Bartimaeus did. May today's passage and the verses on the screen remind us that faith in Jesus produces courage in us, perseverance, and spiritual transformation. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for showing us that when we put our faith in you, you transform us and produce in us courage and perseverance. No matter how hard the, the circumstances or challenging uh, situations are in our life, you are there for us. And our faith can give us the courage to speak out, just like Bartimaeus did. Faith in your son, Jesus, produces in us the perseverance needed to get through the hardships here on this side of heaven. God, may we step out in boldness knowing that you are with us. May we have the endurance to keep the faith when times get tough. Thank you for your word and for your son, Jesus Christ. It was just a week ago that we celebrated Easter. Let us not forget what you did on the cross for us. And may we step out having joy just like the crowd did in praising God and telling others about his gospel. May we continue to walk in faith. We pray all this in your precious name. Amen.
For more resources or information about Hope Church, visit hopetorontonorth.com.